Line Podcast. What's going on? This is the Bottom Line Podcast presented by Anchor.fm, your home for sports and entertainment talk. I'm Jimmy Finizzi alongside Neil Villapiano. We hope you're doing well. As always, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to take a listen. We really do appreciate it. Before we get started, you know the drill. Questions, opinions, Twitter and Instagram at Bottom Line WMCX. Also on Twitter at the NVP show, hashtag Bottom Line. Leave a voice message on the Anchor app or at Anchor.fm. And if you like what you see on YouTube, Please be sure to leave a like and a comment down below. It helps out tremendously. And please make sure you subscribe and hit the bell so you do not miss a single episode. And please subscribe on all audio listening platforms. Just include Jimmy when searching for the Bottom Line Podcast. Neil, it's finally here. The week is here. Super Bowl week is upon us. The big game is a few days away. How you doing, my man? I'm, I'm doing very well, thank you. Uh, looking forward to this whole week of already getting, you know, some – really nutty stories just and it's it's crazy because we're in the early stages of the week and this right. is a Super Bowl like no other because obviously with COVID-19 still a factor and and we already had two players on the Chiefs be put on the COVID list uh yesterday which is obviously um a scary thing and you know it's it's definitely going to be a unique Super Bowl without a doubt 25,000 fans to be exact will be at Raymond James Stadium for the Super Bowl this year. Most of us will be watching at home. I mean, I'd be watching at home anyway because <laughs> I can't afford to go to the Super Bowl yet. Um, if, if only I could. But, yeah. Right. But uh, no, I'm doing well. I'm doing better than uh, courtside Karen last night um, at the Lakers game. I think I'm doing oh, a lot better God. than she is. Um, <laughs> because whatever, whatever was going on last night um, was certainly – a great, a great, a great, um, an entertaining um, night for her. Without yeah, a doubt. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get into all of that. But I'll just say this: she's nuts. I'll just say that. I'm just, I'm just gonna leave it at that. But, but no, I'm, I'm, I, I can definitely, I can definitely say the same. I'm definitely hanging in there. Heck, we had, we just had a blizzard come in the Jersey Shore recently, so we're still dealing with like two feet of snow where we are right yeah. now. But you know what? Hey. If you if you're in the metropolitan area and you have snow, just just stay inside. Don't go anywhere. Don't drive. The roads well, are terrible. I mean, who's going to shovel the snow then? Well, I well, I mean, unless you have to do that, of course. Like I yeah, did this me. morning, but I digress I have, there. My, I have my, a longer my... driveway than you do, so I have to I have to be out there longer. You probably well, only probably only took you like a, an hour to get done. <laughs> more like more like forty five minutes, but I digress. But anyway, in the spirit of Super Bowl week. We got a jam-packed week for you today as we have two Super Bowl-themed top five lists. And today's episode is going to be the top five Super Bowl halftime shows. And then this upcoming Friday, we will do a full preview of the big game and we will give you our prediction as to who will win. But that's for Friday. Today, like I said, top five Super Bowl halftime shows. Now, again... I have to reiterate, as with every single top five list we do, this is strictly our own opinion, not facts. So please do not get into a hissy fit. If you agree or disagree, that's totally fine. That's the beauty of sports talk. And if you want to leave your own list, let us know on Twitter and Instagram or leave a comment down below this video if you are watching on YouTube. So here's the thing with this list. 
it was easy for me up until the top two where I kept flipping back and forth between two certain people, but I'll, I'll get to that a little bit once I'm, once I get there, but Neil, as always, if you do not mind my man, may I kick things off here? Go ahead. All right. Thank you very much. So let's get started. Let's kick off super week the right way with the top five super bowl halftime shows, according to yours truly. Let's start with number five on my list. Let's go to Super Bowl 51, where we had Lady Gaga. Now, the reason I have her at number five is because, look, for anybody who knows me, I hate pop music. I I absolutely cannot stand it. I am more of a rock type of person. However, with that being said, I was actually really, really impressed with Lady Gaga's Super Bowl halftime show performance. I mean, the way that she began with reciting God Bless America, going right into the Pledge of Allegiance, and then going into her usual theatrics, and then towards the end where, heck, she caught she caught a football and jumped off the stage. I mean, that was pretty awesome. uh, to me, that that is a great ending to a halftime show, in my opinion. I was very, very impressed. And look, Lady Gaga is a bit of a polarizing figure. I understand all that, but you know what? You can't deny the fact that she is probably one of the most talented artists out there today. I could definitely say that. And she's got a hell of a singing voice, man. I just got to put that out there right now. She's got a hell of a voice. So Lady Gaga, Super Bowl 51 is number five on my list. I think she I think she sang the national anthem at Super Bowl 50, I want to say. Um, she did, yes. And I remember saying, you know, she, she without a doubt, that was the best, like, national anthem performance i have heard um in person obviously we know whitney houston is number one on pretty much everybody's list but i was obviously alive to see that but you know she has you know yeah for for everything that she does you know and she does a lot of stuff that can be considered off the wall especially you know earlier in her career um i feel like as she's gotten older um she has really focused a lot more on just being a tremendous singer and really focusing on that. I remember hearing her sing um, at the inauguration. Um, what was it, last week or two weeks ago? Whatever it was. Two, two it was, weeks ago, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Um, feels like it was only last week, but uh, <laughs> yeah, right. two weeks ago. And she did a great job. There's no question about it. Um, I, I want to say off the, you know, pretty much right off the bat that like, I don't usually watch the halftime show. So like a lot of these that I came up with, like I had to like look up to remember, <laughs> to like, to remember who did it um because you know look, i'm a i'm more of a sports person than i am really a music slash entertainment right. person so that kind of stuff doesn't usually entertain me that much um unless i'm forced to watch it then i'll try to find some some form of entertainment from it but no she um uh, she's a great performer uh she knows how to light up the stage and uh you know what better state to light up than arguably one of the biggest ones for a performer to have and that's uh the super bowl halftime show Yep, 100%. So, look, again, I'm not the biggest pop music guy, but I was very, very impressed with Lady Gaga. She's number five on my list of the top five Super Bowl halftime shows. Number four, let's go back to Super Bowl 40, where we had the Rolling Stones. Stones. Now, here's the interesting thing about the Rolling Stones. This was at Ford Field in 2006, right? But here's the interesting thing. They only played three songs. Three. And they were the following songs. Start Me Up, which is my all-time favorite by them. Rough Justice, 
and I Can't Get No Satisfaction, which is probably my second all-time favorite song by them. But I got to tell you, those three songs <laughs> are all they needed because boy, oh boy, oh boy, did they deliver some show. I mean, Mick Jagger, I mean, what more can you say about that, man? He, he just, for a guy his age, he still looks like he can still keep going for many, many years. He knows how to entertain a crowd. And for him and the for him and his band to go out there and light up the Super Bowl stage like they did and with Mick Jagger's usual energetic antics, that really says a lot for me at least. So Super Bowl 40, the Rolling Stones is number four on my list. No, you know, the, the thing about it is that um, you know, I remember when the Who uh performed in the Super Bowl. I think that yes. was only like two like two years. I, I think I think they only I think the Who came on in the Super Bowl halftime show, I think like only two years later, I believe Super Bowl 42, I believe they were the halftime show, I think off the top of my head. But um, I remember my dad was like, oh, they're rolling them out on, on wheelchairs because they're so old. Um, you know, look, the Rolling Stones were not spring chickens. No, um, no. Even back in 2006, there were no spring chickens. But, you know, the thing about Mick Jagger is that for him to continue to bring that energy, no matter his, no matter what his age is, I kind of wonder what exactly he takes before every performance, um, <laughs> you know, and I was, I would really like to know what he took before Super Bowl um, 40. And yeah, I mean, yeah, they only performed three songs, but still they were three of the most iconic songs that they've ever performed. Right. And that's what you get when you get the halftime show, when you get a band as popular as the Rolling Stones, they're going to come out and they're going to say, they might be told by the head of whoever's in charge of this say, all right, you have three songs and then you got to make the choice. Okay, what three songs do people know the most? And that's what they do. And you notice that with every Super Bowl halftime show, they're usually going to come out and perform the songs that everybody knows the most. Right. And that's how they're going to do it. So, yeah, I mean, having the Rolling Stones on there is certainly a, um, is certainly a good spot to have because there's such, an, there's such a famous group. And Mick Jagger, obviously, as we know, um, is a pretty well-known individual. <laughs> that might be an understatement, but I digress. But the Rolling Stones are number four on my list. That was Super Bowl 40, top five Super Bowl halftime shows, according to yours truly. Number three. Now, this is where it gets a bit interesting because I had to throw this band in there, and if I didn't, I was going to look like the worst person in the world. Let's go back to Super Bowl 37. You too. Now, Ooh. in case you're not aware, this was obviously the year after 9-11. So a lot, a lot of uh, emotions were running high. And look, the thing with U2, look, I'm not the biggest... I'm not the biggest fan of U2. Yeah, I, I recognize I recognize they're super talented. They really know how to put on a live show, especially Bono being obviously one of the most famous people in the band, obviously. But look, just given the given the events that took place after 9-11, this was in 2002, and they were just coming off a US tour of their most of their uh, most recent album that came out in 2000 at the time. And you know, just to see them performing and just seeing the names of the people that unfortunately yeah. lost their life in 9-11. That really, oh, that hits you, that hits you in the feels right there, man. Cause that that really, that really touched me. So a lot of emotions ran high during that halftime show, and you two certainly did not disappoint. They are number three on my list. Again, that was Super Bowl 37. So they are number three 
on my list. Quick recap here. Top five Super Bowl halftime shows. Number five, Lady Gaga and Super Bowl 51. Number four, the Rolling Stones in Super Bowl 40. Number three, U2 in Super Bowl 37. Now, this is where it got tricky for me. Because, like I said before, I kept changing the order of number two and number one. This was not, this was not easy, but this was, this is officially the finalized list. And hopefully I don't come off as being disrespectful, but if you feel that way, oh, well, then that's, that's probably your issue. But no, all, all jokes, all, all, all jokes aside, wow. let's get, let all jokes aside, let's get into the top two here. So number two, probably one of the most iconic shows I've ever seen. Super Bowl 41, Prince. Do Ooh. I even need to say Super anymore? Yeah. I mean, just just, just go look it up. I, I promise you, if you haven't seen it, it will be worth your time. I, pro- I Look, the late great Prince, God rest his soul, probably one of the most influential musicians of all time. I, I mean, my goodness gracious, did he put on a hell of a show. I mean, to be led out by a marching band at the beginning and to let, to let him do his thing, the stage being his iconic logo. I mean, his, his famous band, the revolution right behind him doing what they're doing. I mean, (laughs) what, 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 what what do I got to say? I mean, his, his epic guitar solo and purple rain at the end. I mean, my, (laughs) my God, I mean, it's, it's one of the most iconic Super Bowl halftime shows I've ever seen. And probably should be in the top two on everybody's list if they were able to make one, but, Prince, nothing more needs to be said. Go watch it if you haven't. He is number two on my list. You know, I think one thing you forgot to mention that made that whole situation uh, even more, like, incredible to watch. Whether It was raining. Were, it was, right, exactly. It, it was raining. Yeah, that was the other thing I forgot to mention. It was pouring. Right. It was It was coming down like cats and dogs, as as they would say, and you know, they were worried about like, you know, are they still going to be able to do this? Like, how, how are they going to do it? And Prince, being the creative person that he is, he just took with it and ran with it. I mean, he, mm. knew, he knew exactly what he needed to do to make that whole show as spectacular as it was. And, you know, Purple Rain, as we all know, his most iconic song. I don't think there's anything, any other song up for debate. I mean, right. I'm not the biggest Prince fan, so I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to sit here and, and start saying, oh, but this one could be better or anything like that. I would say right. that, you know, with that song being played, with it raining, with him doing what he was doing, it was like one of those iconic images and it will go down in entertainment history um, as one of the most iconic uh, images and performances. And it was it was certainly a, a sight to behold, without a doubt. <laughs> it, it certainly it certainly was a spectacle to behold again if you haven't seen it please i urge you go look it up i promise it will be worth your time prince super bowl 41 is number two on my list of the top five super bowl halftime shows quick recap here number five lady gaga super bowl 51 number four the rolling stones super bowl 40 number three u2 super bowl 37 number two prince super bowl 41. Now, before we get to number one, I do have one honorable mention, and we were actually talking about this band a little bit earlier in the show, and that would happen to be Super Bowl 44, The Who. Ooh. Now, Ooh. I have The Who here. Look, 
Am I the biggest fan of rolled out on wheelchairs, right? Like the who (laughs) rolled out. Um, Yes. I mean, come on. Like, if you think about it, like, if you go back and look, like, you can see how they clearly were over the hill from an age perspective. But I mean, but I mean, my God, they they still got it, man. I mean, my goodness. Of course. course. I mean, look. I mean, look. Am I the biggest fan of the Who? No, so I'm not gonna sit here like I know every single song. I I know obviously a couple of their most iconic songs like Baba O'Reilly, uh, "Who Are You." Like I can go on and on. Oh, and on of about course. The song. Like "Who Are You" is is gotta be like number one on most people's oh, list yeah. because it's, oh, one hundred percent. It's oh, that's the Who, yeah, hundred percent. But look, from what I saw from them that year, I know I know a couple of people I talked to actually were kind of disappointed with it. I'm like, why? I, I get it. They're no spring chickens, but I mean, look. Every every band tends to age with time. I mean, some some age for worse, but some age better with time. And for me, in my opinion, the who just got the who just got better. I, other than other than Queen, in my opinion, Queen. I know they have I know they have Adam Lambert as the vocalist now. And by the way, <laughs> fantastic. By the way, I, I saw them. I saw them twice in concert. Nice. Best show I've best show I've ever seen. Period. And nice. I would urge you to go look it up if you haven't. They are fantastic with Adam Lambert. They're no, it's he's no Freddie Mercury, and he's acknowledged it. And nobody will ever be Freddie Mercury, but he's a damn close second in my opinion. But just just he go look close. him up. Go just go look yeah, him up. But no anyway, doubt. but look, other than Queen, the Who to me, in my opinion, have gotten better as time went on. And I did see a most recent video of them in concert. I believe it was from. I believe it was from 2019, I believe. I forget exactly where they were performing, but I was like, whew, yeah, they could probably still keep going for a few more years. And look, they they lit it up at the Super Bowl, in my opinion. I know I know some people were disappointed, but you know what? In my opinion, they still rocked the house. They are an honorable mention, at least for me. So with that being said, one final recap here. Top five Super Bowl halftime shows, according to yours truly. Number five, Lady Gaga at Super Bowl 51. Number four, the Rolling Stones in Super Bowl 40. Number three, U2 in Super Bowl 37. Number two, Prince in Super Bowl 41, with an honorable mention being The Who. And number one, look, again, it was between this guy and Prince. I kept changing it, but to me, I, I think this... I have an idea as to what you're going to say. I'm going to, um, I think. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to say, I'm obviously not going to say anything. I want you to. Yeah, I was just going to say, but look. No disrespect to Prince, God rest his soul. His his show was iconic, no question about it. But to me, this guy, this guy just edged him out just by yep. this much, this yep. much. And that to me, go back to Super Bowl 27 with the king of pop himself, Michael Jackson. Mm. Do I even need to say anymore that was that I, was well that was on the verge of when he was going nuts well i mean i mean yes but at the same time he's the king of pop i mean what what more what more do you need to say i mean that that man oh, yeah. my goodness i mean I, I i have nothing to add he's michael jackson just just go watch it for crying out loud that yeah. there's a reason why there's a reason why i have him as number one yeah. it's for a damn good reason. Just, just go look it up. I promise you it's worth your time. Just like Prince.
I mean, I don't know what you want me to say. It's Michael Jackson. <laughs> exactly. Exactly yeah, my point. Exactly. You know, it is, you know, he he's you know, we talk about goats in sports, right? Well, he's the goat of pop. You know, they yep. call him the king of pop for a reason. You know, he he had so many iconic songs, so many iconic moments. And I think if Michael Jackson was alive today, um, I think he probably would put his Super Bowl halftime show at Super Bowl 27 up there as one of his most uh enjoyable um performances he ever did um mm. and that was yeah it was great it was absolutely a wonderful you know a wonderful performance um obviously i didn't see it live for many reasons mm. um but you know it, you know and, and yeah you know print uh not prince uh michael jackson had a lot of i guess we can call it issues um to say the least um right. but for him to still you know have at least a moment like that um you know look we've only had 54 now going on 55 super bowls um not many people get the opportunity to perform and be the only person to perform at the super bowl sometimes we get like two or three people special guests blah 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 sometimes you, it's just one person and michael jackson he he was big enough to take up three stages if he wanted to and that's how good he was and you know that's that's just who he that's just who he was basically. Nothing more needs to be said. Michael Jackson to me is number one on my list of the top five Super Bowl halftime shows. So with that being said, Neil, the floor is yours. Well, thank you as always, Jimmy. So this is my top five list. I actually have a handful of more honorable mentions just because you know okay. there were some ones that really stood out to me, but. We'll start with number five, and you got to go back to Super Bowl 31, the Blues Brothers. Now, obviously, oh, their lead wow. guy, their lead guy whose name escapes me at the moment. Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd, I believe, was not there because he, oh, had, okay, um, okay. he had passed away. Um, but they still had the majority of the Blues Brothers there, and they performed very well. And obviously, performing Soul Man, who, who, doesn't, who mm. doesn't know that song? And for them to still go out there, even without their main guy, you know, Dan out there. It's still an incredible thing. And the Blues Brothers is a is an iconic group. Um, and there just isn't much more to say other than no, that. Hold, I mean, hold, hold, hold on a minute. I don't mean to cut you off. Dan Aykroyd is still alive. It was one, I, for, I don't think it was Dan Aykroyd. I keep forgetting. They said one of them wasn't alive anymore at that time. Stand by, I'll look that up for you. I don't remember, was it, geez, like sh shows you how much I know. Um, it's okay. Um, but I think John Belushi, I think you're thinking John Belushi. Of. Thank you. John Belushi wasn't alive at the time. Cause he, he was there. He wasn't there, um, right. but they still performed very, very well. And it was, it was actually at one time, it was one of the top five most viewed Super Bowl halftime shows of history. I'm sure it's not in the top right. five now because of, you know, a bunch of other guys coming after them. But still, the Blues Brothers, to me, deserve to be on my top five list because of how iconic they are. And for them to get the opportunity to even perform in a Super Bowl was certainly awesome. Mm. No, no, absolutely. I mean, I, I'm, I got I to gotta catch up on Blues Brothers, man. I mean, I've, I've obviously only seen the first movie because Blues, Blues Brothers 2000, I mean, no offense, that one's, eh. It, I, I'm not going to say it's the worst movie I've ever seen, but it's, it's eh. Okay. It's eh, okay. in my opinion. It's eh. Yeah. But the first one's obviously better. They are certainly iconic. RIP to the late great John Belushi, obviously. But look, I, I did happen to see that halftime show. And you know what? I 
I definitely got a, I probably should have put that on my honorable mentions. I feel terrible, but you know what? It's still, it's still an iconic show. I don't think anybody who's a diehard Blues Brothers fan out there can definitely say so otherwise. Yeah, I have a couple of friends that are uh, big Blues Brothers fans, and I'm sure that they would wholeheartedly agree. Now I'll go to number four, and it's somebody that you had already mentioned, and I'll mention again. We got to bring out the wheelchairs and talk about the who from Super Bowl 44. Yes. Now again, was it their greatest performance ever? No. Was it, was it you know, did, did everybody love it? No. But you have to understand what we had talked about. You know, they were they were getting up there in age. Let's just call it like it is. Right. Um, and they weren't going to be the same people. But for them to still be able to go out there and perform and perform a lot of their well-known classic songs was still a great performance nonetheless. And if you're just a casual observer, a casual fan like myself of, of music and entertainment, you just learn to appreciate the fact that you get to see that, you know, with your own eyes seeing them perform. And The Who is one of the most iconic groups of all time. I don't think there's any question about it. And, you know, it's just, it's great. And so to me, I think that they deserve to be on my top five list. And I put them at number four, just because I, I like the who. And I thought that even considering their situation, they still were able to go out there and, and do a great job of performing. Yep. I have, I have, I have nothing to add. I already gave my spiel on the who, I mean, look, it wasn't the greatest ever, but you know what? I still found it to be very, very entertaining. And I still believe they can keep going for at least a few more years. So I have nothing to add. It's a well, it's a well-deserved spot. And it was in my, they were in my honorable mention. So they, they were, were somewhere on the list, but, and I would feel terrible for leaving them off for me personally, but they yeah. are on there on my list. Without question. So now we'll go to number three. And again, it's another, it's another group that you had mentioned already on your list. And I have the Rolling Stones, Super Bowl 40, like you okay. said, you know, with, um, even at their age, you know, with me, the, the biggest thing that I constantly remember is what I said before. The fact that even at that age, Mick Jagger still had the energy that he had to go out there and for them to perform only three songs, but still rock the house was awesome. Yep. And, you know, it was a, and that was a big year in general, because now we were reaching Super Bowl 40. It was like, wow, we're into the 40th Super Bowl. And it was in Detroit. And, you know, we know people in Detroit love their music. And we right. know that the two most iconic genres of music in Detroit are rock and rap. Those, right. are the, those are the two. So obviously they had to bring out one of them. Um, I don't know if Kid Rock would have done it if they asked him. He probably would have done it since he is from Detroit. I, 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 I know Kid Rock performed at a Thanksgiving halftime show at Ford Field. Yeah, you know, I, I still think that if they go back to Detroit um, and Kid Rock is still performing, I would seriously consider having him perform because he's from Detroit. Right. So, and he was a Lions season ticket holder, fun fact. Yes. I didn't know that. Um, so... That would be kind of a, a cool experience, um, especially if the Lions actually made the Super Bowl at oh. some point before we all kick rocks. Um, <laughs> but yes. anyway, so yeah, the Rolling Stones at number three on my list. So just a quick recap, Blues Brothers Super Bowl 31 is number five. The Who Super Bowl 44 is number four. And number three, like we just mentioned, the Rolling Stones and Super Bowl 40. Number two is exactly the same one that you had at number two, and that was Prince Super Bowl right. 41. I mean, that's just... What can you say more than what we were talking about before? I mean, it was raining. Um, it was very, very humid from what I remember. Yeah. And it was just, you know, they weren't sure because of the weather that they were going to be able to do this with all the electricity and the technology that they had to use. They were kind of anxious to actually still have the halftime show the way that they did. But Prince being the creative mind that he was, he just took it in stride. 
I just made the best of the situation. And when he performed Purple Rain with all the purple lighting around him and the rain coming down and having the camera angle right up where it goes, right up to where standing there. It's just an iconic, it's just an iconic image. And he really did a great job. And I would go on record by saying that that was probably his greatest performance he's ever done in his life. That's 100%. my opinion. You'd have to ask him, you know, obviously you can't write right now, but I'm sure if he was alive, I, I'm sure he would say that was one of his top performances of all time. Because again, when you get the opportunity to be the performer at the Super Bowl halftime show, it's a big deal because millions upon millions of people even if they're not there, they're there for at least a halftime show. They're watching. Right. And they're just, and it's incredible. And so, you know, Prince did a hell of a job and he deserves to be in the top three without a doubt. And that's why I put him at number two. So. Oh, oh um, 100%. I mean, there's, there's, there's nothing else to add. I mean, it's Prince. What, what, what more can I say, man? I mean, it, it's definitely, it's definitely, I 100% agree with you. It's definitely one of his, one of his, greatest performances of all time without question without a doubt so now we'll go to my honorable mention so the first one that we have is one that you mentioned before you you too um and okay. to correct you a little bit it was super bowl 36 not 36 okay i i apologize so that was the one between the patriots and the rams the beginning of the patriots dynasty tom brady's first of what ended up what ends up being 10 super bowls um yeah i mean like you said you know just coming off of 9-11 and the tragedies that happened with that. And then having in the background, the list of all the people that passed away. I mean, that was absolutely incredible. And I was so happy that they did that because mm -hmm. it, it was such an important time in our country from dealing with the tragedy of 9-11 and for them to just take away a little bit more of the pain, even if, you know, showing the people that passed away was, I'm sure it was tough for a lot of the families, um, it was still a great thing that they did. Um, so I'm, I'm really happy that they did that because it's really important that we honor those that unfortunately get taken away from us in really horrible circumstances when you think about it. And for yeah. the you to do that, I call him the you. I know everybody says you too. I call him the you. I don't know why. I'm thinking football probably. But, right. you know, you too. Um, I remember seeing a... Um, I went to a science museum and they had a showing of one of their concerts. I don't know why exactly. I don't know why it was one of these things, but they were performing and it was great. You know, and I don't listen to you two that much and I'm not the biggest YouTube fan myself, right. but still right. for them to do that and to be in that moment and to, you know, really just take away some of the pain was, was a great, was a great job by them. 100%. Oh, so yeah. that's one of them. The next one I have is from Super Bowl 43. Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, and I think, and you know, yeah, and my bias because Bruce is from New Jersey, yeah, of course, but still, and was that one of Bruce Springsteen's most like iconic and great performances? No, but it was still, you know, it's Bruce Springsteen, you know, with his band performing some of their most iconic songs, and it was great. So that, I mean, that, that's pretty much why I put it on there. And my last honorable mention is actually just last year, Super Bowl Fifty Four in Miami. Jennifer Lopez and Shakira. Ooh, now, the reason I put this on here is for several reasons. Number one, it was the first time that we had pretty much, well, it was one of the, it was the first time we had an all Latino performance. You know, you had Jennifer Lopez, you had Shakira, and for them to come out and, you know, again, not saying it isn't big now, but, that, but that's really when we started to talk about, 
you know, more and more about women's equality and being accepted as an equal to men and, mm-hmm. you know, giving them the respect and honor that they deserve. This was a moment to really do that. And it was also a moment to really recognize the Latino community, being in Miami, having these performers on there and doing the songs that they did. And, you know, both of them knew their each other's songs very well. So for them to both sing these songs together was really a, a tremendous thing in general. I thought the performance was great. I, you know, the iconic moment was when Shakira did, um, I think her father was part, is, was, um, I don't know what uh, nationality he is, um, but I remember Shakira looked in the camera and did that um, whole verbal thing, if you remember. Oh uh, um, yeah, the, the one, the one, the it. one where everybody was like, "What is she doing?" But then you really, right, had to, you, right. you really had to understand, like that was well, part no, of, none uh, of us. That, knew that was it part of like time. a family thing that her father was, right? Exactly. Nobody knew at the time what that was, so obviously it became a meme because that's just how things go in our society and in social media, which is understandable. But once right. you got to figure out why it happened, it made a lot more sense. She did it, but they performed some some great songs, and there were so many like you were getting so much nostalgia from it just because of like the, the iconic songs that, you know, Jennifer Lopez um, and Shakira performed. It was great. I thought it was just a great halftime show. I gave it like a nine out of 10, honestly, because I thought it was phenomenal. Okay. And, you know, because of like the things I said, you know, talking about, you know, respecting women as a whole, respecting the Latino community as a whole, you know, there were so many big reasons for them to have it. And I'm glad that they did it in Miami because that was really important. And they both kicked ass. Oh, no, no, 100%. I'm again, I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of that type of music, but I was I was actually really, really impressed by by those two. And hey, they do not look like they're to age. They still look as young as they as young as ever. And that that to me really is really, really impressive. So I I, I got to hand it to J-Lo and Shakira on that one. I'm sure I'm sure A-Rod was happy, too. I'll just say that much. Oh, A- A-Rod's going to be happy no matter what. But <laughs> That, that was for honorable mention. So now we'll go to number one. And I'll tell you guys right now, it'll probably come as a shock to a lot of you because you'll Ooh. probably wonder why. But I'll tell you why in just a second. So my number one, you go back to Super Bowl 49, Katy Perry and Missy Elliott. Oh, my God. Now, now hear me out. Hear me out. Missy Elliott is an iconic singer, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not talking about Katy Perry. Katy Perry, you know, she, she was, you know, it is what it is. Like, <laughs> Katie Perry, yeah. like she, she has her own things. The, the, the whole roar thing was kind of weird. Um, yeah. yeah, that was weird. But that part of it, when Missy Elliott came on stage, do you realize how hard it is to actually be able to perform just as good with Missy Elliott? I mean, to stand next to her and do as well as she did? Let me tell you something Fair. also. Let me tell you this. Yesterday, February 1st, 2021, made it six years since that performance. Here's the thing. This is the most viewed halftime show drawing with over 120 million viewers. Wow. There is no other halftime show in the history of halftime shows that has had more viewership than the Katy Perry, Missy Elliott halftime show. And so for me, that's why I put it at number one. Is 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 that a justifiable reason to put it at number one? You know, some may say yes, some may say no. But I look at it and I say to myself, you know what? Again, it was two women that were performing. And you're talking about two eras, by the way. You have Katy Perry, who's more of like this era, so to speak, of pop music. Then you have Missy Elliott. She's a stone cold killer, ladies and gentlemen. 
She got it going on. That is, that is true. She performed her ass off. And for Katy Perry to even be somewhat doable performing next to her, and for that to be as viewed as it was, and for that to be the most viewed Super Bowl halftime show of all time, is an incredible thing. And actually, Missy Elliott uh, retweeted and shared her performance. And she tweeted it out last night. She said, wow, a night I will never forget. And I'm so humbly grateful to be a part of such a historical moment. Most watched halftime. Most watched halftime. Do you understand with all the other big names that we've talked about today, that this Super Bowl halftime show, granted, not one of the most iconic ones, but for this one to be the most viewed, I had to put it on the list. I had to. So for me, it's number one even if I didn't like Katy Perry's part of it. Well, I mean, look, I've got nothing against Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott is, Missy Elliott is just on a whole nother level. I mean, I, I have no issues with her. She is super talented, but Katy Perry, I mean, I mean listen, I'm not going to argue it. I understand why you put it at number one because of the viewership. I, I totally get it. It's not the most iconic performance, but I will say that you do have a valid argument because of the viewership and because it's freaking Missy Elliott. I mean, what, what more do you want? <laughs> but anyway, though. I mean, you know, again, but it's Missy Elliott. Like, that's the thing. If, if it was just Katy Perry, right, I probably wouldn't have put it on the list. But it's right. Missy Elliott. And for that to be the most viewed, 120, Jimmy, think about that. 120 million people have watched this Super Bowl halftime show is incredible to me. And you think about all the ones we talked about, Michael Jackson, The Who, Prince, none of them mm. was more watched yeah. than Missy Elliott performing. Missy Elliott is the reason this one is, is as viewed as it is. So that's why I put it on the list. Fair enough. Fair enough. And on that I'm going to get shot for it, but I don't care. <laughs> I think people are going to tune me out. Fair enough. And on that note, that'll wrap it up for this episode of the bottom line podcast. If you would disagree with, if you agree or disagree with any of our lists, or if you want to leave your own list, let us know on Twitter and Instagram at bottom line WMCX and on Twitter at the NVP show hashtag bottom line, leave a voice message on the anchor app or anchor.fm. And also if you like what you see on YouTube, please leave a like and a comment down below it helps out tremendously. And please make sure you subscribe and hit the bell. So you do not miss a single episode and please subscribe on all audio listening platforms. Just include Jimmy when searching for the bottom line podcast. Coming up in the next episode, we will have our top five Super Bowl games ever played. This one was a little bit tougher for me. I'm sure it was tough for Neil as well, but we have our finalized list, so it's going to be fun. Stay tuned for that. For Neil Villapiano, I'm Jimmy Finizzi. This is the Bottom Line Podcast. See you in the next episode. Peace out.